do you have what it takes to be in the 1%? Welcome to The Steph Gordon Show, the place where you'll learn exactly how to scale and grow your business to seven figures and beyond. Before starting this podcast, I've built, scaled, and sold multiple six and seven figure businesses, and I've coached over a thousand entrepreneurs to do the same. If you're ready to take action and unlock your next level of wealth and become the CEO that your business needs for growth, then hit follow, open your notes app, and let's get started. Hello and welcome back. I learned quite a few things about myself while we were away in Europe. And one of the things that was most prevalent for me, or I guess most profound for me while I was away and realizing was that I work harder than I need to. And I had to really consider, why do I do that? And the reason that I do that is because hard work has been the thing that has got me here. Everything that I've got that I have today, I have because I work hard. And I have for many years created a proof model. So a model of proof, like it's founded by a lot of fact, it's founded by a lot of reason, but it's proof for me that the more that I work, the more that I make, the more money that I make, the more that I'm able to support my family, the more that I'm able to give back to my clients, the more nice things I'm able to own, which for the most part was substantiated with results. So, you know, the more I put in, the more effort I put in, the more money I was able to make. But while we were in Europe for three weeks, I only worked two to three hours a week and we made the most cash that we have ever made. And we also had the most sales calls drop in and we also got our clients the most incredible results. And it really got me thinking, maybe what got me here won't actually get me to the next level. And I guess it really makes sense when you think about it. If I told you right now that in order to double your business growth or double your business revenue, you'd have to double your output, you'd seriously start to reconsider whether you wanted to grow it. Because let's be honest, right now, you don't have enough time. You don't feel like you have enough time to cook dinner. You don't feel like you have enough time to do the chores. You don't feel like you have enough time to do all the marketing that you need to do, do all the client work that you need to do. So if I told you that in order to double your business, you have to double your output, you'd be like, I don't even know if I want to be in business. And this means that the thing that's standing between you And where you want to be is time. And this week, it's something that's coming up a lot for me at the moment. Like it's come up on a couple of group coaching calls. It's come up in a lot of conversations that I've been having. And this week, I had two high-level CEOs join one of our calls this week in Success School. And we have two kind of sections of Success School. We have kind of those for earning less than 20K per month and those that are earning, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50K per month. And these two CEOs run incredible businesses. They're creating an incredible service and a coaching offering at the moment. But their current problem they jumped onto the call with was that they didn't have enough time, that they were currently capped with time. They were still doing a lot of manual stuff while also building a new revenue stream, while also having the current businesses still relying on them in certain aspects. And I was like, cool, so what do you want to do? And they're like, well, we keep hiring virtual assistants overseas, but it just doesn't work out. And the more I dug around why it wasn't working out, the more I realized it's because they don't really know what to get them to do. They're kind of just hiring a virtual assistant because they've heard that that's a good idea. They're trying to plug and play somebody into their business. They're not getting the results they want because they're not really clear on what they want to get out of it in the first place. They're also not clear on, you know, if you don't know what you want to get out of it or you don't know what you're going to get them to do, then there's probably no process for that person to follow, which means that they're probably going to fail at it, right? Because if you've hired someone and you don't know what they what you want them to do, they're probably not clear on what you want them to do. They're probably not clear on what the outcomes are or what the standard is, and therefore they're going to try their best, but it's probably not going to meet your expectations because let's be honest, you don't really have any expectations, right? It's it's kind of all very muddy. 
you find yourself constantly disappointed. And the more we talk about that, they're like, cool, all right. Well, the second thing we wanted to talk to you about, Steph, was should we do a podcast to warm up more leads to you know, buy this new product that we're going to be launching in a couple of months? And I had to stop them. And I really want you to listen to this right now. If you're a CEO of your business, if you're making great money, but you're capped because of time, I really want you to listen to this because here's what I explained to them. This is the theory of constraints, okay? Your current constraint is time, okay? For most of you, for a lot of you right now, your current constraint will be time. Not all of you, but for a lot of you that are listening, your current constraint is time. And so I said to them, adding a podcast to your list of things to do, which by the way, is not a very easy thing to accomplish. Like podcasting takes a lot of time, a lot of commitment, requires a lot of consistency, a lot of thinking. It's not easy just to jump on a mic. You have to plan the episodes. You have to think about them. You have to get the editing done. You have to post them. You have to advertise them. You have to market them. You have to do the social media for them. Like It's not a small undertaking, right? Which is why I have someone that manages my podcast for me. So adding a podcast to your list of things to do will actually not help you get further. Because yes, it will generate you more leads. I really genuinely believe that a podcast is an incredible lead generator. And I can see why that will be the very sexy and very easy option to focus on, okay? But it's not going to help them get further. And, and I explained this in the same way that I explained it to other clients, which was right now in our program in Successful, we have so many ways for you to get leads. Like if leads is your problem, girlfriend, we have you sorted and please join because that is that is what we do in spades, right? We're really, really good at getting leads. In fact, clients of ours that have like 500 followers are currently getting 100 leads a week, every single week. It is wild. Like getting leads is the easy part. Okay. I promise you marketing is a tap. And once you learn how to turn it on and off, I can promise you, you'll have full flow of leads constantly. But if you don't have enough time to filter, service, convert, nurture those leads, then it doesn't matter how many leads you get because you don't have the business model or the system set up to actually receive the money from those or turn those leads into clients and actually service those clients and therefore grow your business because you haven't nailed the basics of the foundations, right? And the thing that you need to focus on, instead of just more leads at the top of your funnel, the thing that you need to focus on, which is actually going to make the biggest difference in your business, to the bottom line, to your enjoyment, and your ability to grow, will be fixing the constraint first. And the constraint is time. And telling them that, like, no, the podcast is not the right answer right now. Fixing your time issue is the answer right now. And it's not sexy because taking control of your time usually means taking a step back for a minute, okay? Because they would actually need to stop some of their money-making activity because they have to free up time somewhere, right? They have no time right now. So something has to be dropped while they fix this issue of time. So they're probably going to have to take a step back somewhere in their business, whether that's making revenue, whether that's driving forward on their new project, you know, whether that's seeing some clients. They're going to have to take a little step back because they would need to sit down and actually think through, what could I get my VA to do? And then they'll have to create a hiring and application process to actually weed out the shit VAs that they've been getting and find the right ones, which is something that we teach, but they'll have to provide some level of training and they're going to have to put their focus into that instead of making money. They're going to have to put their focus into being patient while that person gets up to speed and on top of that, they're going to have to put money in to hire and pay and train this person while they get up to speed. And so I can see why that feels like the not fun thing to do. I can see why that feels like the thing that they don't want to do. But by not addressing that constraint, they're consistently stuck in the same cycle. They don't have enough time, 
can't get enough leads, can't do more money-making activity, can't do more marketing, can't generate more income, can't see more clients. And so they're trapped at this loop, this capped loop. But if they just sat down for a month or a couple of weeks, they took their foot off the gas on everything else and they just fixed their problem of time, they hired this VA, they trained them properly, they got the system set up for them to succeed, they would free up 10 hours per week, right? Which doesn't sound like much. It's a lot, but it doesn't sound like much. But that's 520 hours a year. And that's the equivalent of 65 eight-hour workdays per year. 65 more workdays per year that they'll be able to free up to launch their podcast, do it incredibly well, market it incredibly well so they get even more warm leads. They'll be able to do more sales calls. They can make more money. They can see more clients. They can give better client experience and therefore get better referrals so they can spend even more time making money. Whereas the current admin that they're doing, that they're getting stuck in all those rinse and repeat tasks that somebody else could do for 5 to $10 an hour, they are low value tasks that are keeping them trapped and capped in their business. So if you know that time is the constraint in your business, take a step back. You don't always have to be growing. Guys, I've done this multiple times in my business where I've had to take a step back to rocket launch forward, right? Because you need to find the constraint in your business and you have to focus on fixing it first. And this is something that we call eating the frog. Okay, business isn't always momentum. It's not always fun. It's not always forward, forward, forward. Sometimes you have to take a few steps back to rocket launch forward. And I got where I am today because I'm always looking at the constraints of my business. In my startup days, the constraint was money, right? I had no money. I was putting all my car services on my credit card. I had no money. So I prioritized my money-making activities. So back when I first started my business, there were things that I could have done to make it amazing, but there were the things that I had to do in order to prioritize making money. But then once I had the demand, the constraint became time. So I quit my day job to free up more time. Then as the business grew and eventually sales started to, I guess, plateau, right, which happens in business, then I needed more time to do more marketing. So I hired a virtual assistant for email marketing, for Canva creation, so I could do more marketing more easily. So I freed up some of my time in some of the doing so I could market more easily. Then because I was marketing more easily and more consistently, demand started to really grow and time became my constraint again. And so I hired a salesperson to free up eight to 10 hours of my week so that I could focus on giving a better client experience and also focus on just like generally growing the business, right? Adding more stuff to my clients, more marketing, those sorts of things. Then as I started to scale, I could see that the constraint actually became me, right? So there are lots of constraints that you can have in business, but one of the constraints that came up was me. And it was my belief systems around scaling. It was my belief systems around success. It was my belief systems around money. And so I hired a mindset coach to shift some belief systems. Then as our revenue skyrocketed, I hired more team to keep up with the demand because I, I didn't have enough time. So I hired more team to be able to service the clients so we could continue scaling. And eventually I realized that the more I scaled, the more team I would need. And that wasn't really the business that I intended on kind of creating. And so the constraint became the model of my business. And so I changed it. And now I'm in a really beautiful place where time and money are not my constraints. And my current constraint right now is audience and networks. And so you can bet your ass that right now, that is where my focus and attention is going. So if you are wanting to scale your business, if you are wanting to grow your business, you have to find your constraint and then fix it. 
I hope that you loved today's episode. I hope that it made perfect sense for you. I know it's not always fun to look at the constraints in your business. I know it's not always easy to fix them. Fixing constraints is what I help my clients with every single day. And it's what I focus on all the time. It's like, what is the constraint that is stopping me from going to my next level? And I focus on and fix that. And I hope that this has encouraged you to do the same too. I'll see you next week. Nothing changes if nothing changes. I want you to reflect back on this episode and write down right now what action you're going to take and what you're going to change after listening. And after you've done that, please tell me, slide into my DMs. It means the world to me to know that you're getting value from this podcast. I always want to know what you want to see more of, the things that have landed and the ways that it's changing your life. And if you're ready to build a scalable, saleable and profitable business, we're currently taking applications into Success School, which is my mentorship program to take your business to seven figures and beyond. You can apply now via the link in the show notes.